This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the first female military service chief is sworn in. The IRS plans itself a summer hiring spree. Meanwhile, it may start getting more difficult to become a federal law enforcement officer. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. It's official. The U.S. military has its first ever female service chief. Admiral Linda Fagan was sworn in yesterday as commandant of the Coast Guard. President Biden presided over the ceremony. Fagan previously served as the service's vice commandant, and the Senate unanimously confirmed her promotion last month. She succeeds Admiral Carl Schultz, who's been the Coast Guard's top officer since 2018. A government watchdog says the Army is taking too long in reforming its sexual assault and harassment program. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. The Government Accountability Office says the Army's sexual harassment, assault, response, and prevention program is disjointed and unclear. That leads to confusion for commands and personnel, according to the report. GAO says there are discrepancies between the Army and Pentagon harassment and assault prevention policies and a lack of data on how well the programs work. The Army's taking serious steps to address sexual harassment and assault in its ranks and has started implementing a handful of new policies and programs. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Defense Department says there are high levels of toxic chemicals in the drinking water of some of its bases in Pennsylvania, Florida, Washington State, and Michigan. The chemicals, known as PFAS, are linked to multiple deadly diseases and are used in firefighting chemicals. Some bases' drinking water had more than 10 times the EPA-allowable amount of the toxins. DISA pulls the plug on its MillCloud 2 offering. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those exclusive details. MillCloud 2.0 is no more. Six months after announcing it would turn off the cloud offering, the Defense Information Systems Agency transitioned 95 applications out of the environment. Sharon Woods is the director of DISA's Host and Compute Center. But of the 95, 60 of those went to Stratus, DISA's private cloud offering. 18 of them went to commercial cloud, and then there were 17 whose accounts they just let expire. Wood says it took an all-hands-on-deck effort to beat the June 8th deadline set in December. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Pentagon says its new Chief Digital and Artificial Intelligence Office is now fully up and running. The CDAO office is part of a restructuring DOD announced earlier this year, combining the Joint Artificial Intelligence Center, the Defense Digital Service, and the department's chief data officer into a single management structure. The new office has also made two new hires. Joe Larson will serve as the Deputy CDAO for Artificial Intelligence, and Diane Staheli will be the new chief for Responsible AI. The Small Business Administration established a new fraud risk management board in April, but a new audit says it may be too little, too late. The SBA inspector general found the agency did not have a solid structure or leadership to manage fraud in the Paycheck Protection Program established by the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security, or CARES Act. The lack of a sufficient fraud risk framework meant SBA is struggling to deal with more than 70,000 loans, totaling over $4.6 billion in potentially fraudulent PPP loans. The IG says SBA changed its process to review loans in June 2021, prioritizing by risk level instead of the order the forgiveness application was submitted. 
Data quality issues following the launch of a new electronic health record is putting a VA hospital's accreditation at risk. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The first VA medical center to launch its new electronic health record is running into data quality challenges so severe that its inspector general's office is concerned whether the facility can maintain its hospital accreditation. The report finds a VA medical center in Spokane, Washington, still lacks critical health care quality and patient safety metrics a year after the EHR go live. The report states that the facility losing its accreditation would hurt patients' trust in the facility and make it harder to recruit quality employees. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Agencies are looking at whether they have the right cybersecurity capabilities in place. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The cross-agency working group is reviewing government-wide contracts to determine whether agencies have the capabilities necessary to follow through on last year's cyber executive order. The National Institutes of Health is leading the working group. The General Services Administration is also involved. BEO ramped up requirements for agencies to use tools and services like event log management, multi-factor authentication, and secure software development. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is moving ahead with a key software security initiative. CISA will hold eight listening sessions in July to discuss the software bill of materials concept. CISA says the engagements will help drive implementation of the SBOM forward. CISA says the engagements will help drive the implementation of the SBOM forward. CISA and other agencies are considering how to use SBOMs to improve the security of the government's software supply chain. This summer, the IRS is opening 4,000 new federal jobs for contract representatives nationwide. Those positions provide administrative and technical assistance to the public over the phone, through writing, and in person. The hiring push is part of an IRS's goal. The hiring push is part of IRS's goal to boost its workforce and give better help to taxpayers and businesses. The full-time positions fall under direct hire authority and start at the general Schedule 5 level. Starting June 3rd, IRS will host info sessions to detail job responsibilities and offer tips on applying. Federal law enforcement officers may see more requirements in that hiring process. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman explains. The Justice Department should include a polygraph exam or psychological assessment for all law enforcement applicants. That's according to the Federal Managers Association, which calls on the department to invest in and standardize its hiring process. FMA recommends using current practices for special agents as a model like those at the Drug Enforcement Agency. The request also builds on the executive order to advance effective, accountable policing and strengthen public safety. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. And the Postal Service says it's open to buying more electric vehicles if its facility consolidation plan comes into focus. USPS says plans to consolidate delivery operations into sort and delivery centers would reduce the number of facilities where it would need to install charging stations. USPS employees affected by this consolidation would also drive their delivery vehicles longer distances to start their routes. USPS says it will soon publish a notice of intent meant to supplement the final environmental impact statement for its next generation delivery vehicle fleet. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White.
Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.